Hi, and welcome to an episode of the Get More Students podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Asher, CEO of LearnCube. And I'm Herbert Gerzer, founder of Learn Media. Uh, today, we have a special topic and a special guest. Um, but the the theme really since the start of the year has been ChatGPT. It has absolutely <laughs> put the world on fire. I looked the other day, by the way, Herbert, it, it got to 100 million uh, oh, wow. users in like... That's two Crazy. or three months compared yeah. to like TikTok, yeah. which had broken all the records. Which is like yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> insane how quickly this thing has, has flooded the world. And so everyone is right in on wanting to know about it. In fact, we had a, a previous episode about this, Herbert, mm -hmm. talking about it from a language education perspective and how mm. this could impact things. Mm. Uh, but now we've got a very practical uh, reason to talk about it. And we have a mm -hmm. guest to talk through this. And that this is what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be about... Uh, five proven chat GPT prompts for social media success. And really what we're going to be talking about is social media, um, how we can use chat GPT, particularly for language school marketing. And for that, we have uh, Gina Rodriguez with us as our guest. She is an expert ELT marketing consultant and also the founder of GR School Marketing. Uh, Gina, thanks so much for joining Welcome, us. Welcome, Gina. Hello, hello. Thank <laughs> thanks. Thank you for inviting me, Alex and Herbert. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Um, now we're gonna. This is obviously a pretty exciting topic. You must have. I think you've really been playing around with the tool yourself. Yeah. Uh, first of all, what's been your experience as a marketer? Well, I mean, the first time I saw it, uh, it was back in December, and um, Anna was shocked and fascinated at the same time because yeah. of what it could do. Um, and I came across it because a friend sent me a message with an article and, and, and he wrote, are you afraid of it? <laughs> <laughs> and I went immediately to check. I just couldn't believe it. And then also I realized that the same tool was embedded in the um, iDocs of Canva. Uh -huh. um, yeah, so uh, so I, I played with both a lot. Um, looking at it you know from an educational point of view and the impact um, it will have and also trying to see how it could uh, you know help me in you know in my in what I do so um, social media marketing so like writing posts or blogs and emails and so I, I try in in, in uh, I test it I also tested it in uh, I challenged it I tried to challenge it um kind of refining the topic, like becoming more and more and more niche. Um, and yes, I mean, it's got some limitations and they, they actually say that. But I mean, generally speaking, it's mind blowing and and yeah. it's another tool that mm. you need to learn how to use. Because obviously if you if you check on, on social media and you know, some people are kind of, oh, this is going to be the end of humanity or this is the da da da. Personally, I believe it's it's another tool, yeah. and I personally compare it to a knife. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. you know, you can use it to make delicious meals, but also, you know, you can stab someone if you want. So, <laughs> um, and I think it's the same. So, but I mean, you cannot deny it, and you know, it's there, it's coming, it's already here actually. Yeah. And it's just gonna get better because this, this version is the better version so um yeah. so yeah so i've been trying it and trying to see what you know how you can use it 
of course you don't want to look and sound like everyone else yeah <laughs> uh, and so there are some tricks of course uh but it can be a good collaborator let's say right um i'm gonna bring up a, a bit of a um some of the points that you have and in fact they're going to be coming out in a blog that um, gina is going to be writing so make sure you look out for her blog posts uh, on this particular subject yeah. but um one of the key things that you uh, you know i've been able to have a, a quick preview of that blog was just how you know chat gpt is not a, a strategy and how the strategy doesn't change and in fact exactly. it's just as important if not more important so tell me uh, again what do people need to get right for social media success in general yeah okay well i mean um as you, as you know, you know, it's very often, you know, when busy language school owners and they will go like, give me ideas, I need ideas for this, I need ideas for that. And probably if you go and if you go and, and type ideas for da da da, chat GPT will give you ideas, but that's not going to get you too far. I mean, mm -hmm. it's going to help you to do posting, but not to do social media marketing because, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, what you need is a strategy. And a strategy means that you need, you will have objectives for your own language school generally speaking and you will have objectives for your marketing and for your social media marketing and align that with um you know thinking the, the the courses that you will offer um and to be able to attract or get students closer to you you have to know you have to have an understanding where you are and it's all part of the analysis you do for your strategy, right? So how you, what you need, you know, how you're gonna get there, and uh, and if there's anything missing to, uh, you know, for you to achieve that goal. So it's all part of that. And then social media is about building a relationship. It's about uh, attracting students also through content. So what content? And to choose that, you need to do to, to analyze your potential students. And mm -hmm. so all of that is in a strategy. Only once you have that clear, then you will have better results, you know, big, uh, from your from prompting your uh, GPT. Because uh, it's one thing to say, give me ideas for language, school, social media. And it's another thing to say specifically what you need, for example, mm -hmm um write a post for uh, a course for adults of this this age and to uh, convince them to study with us for example mm -hmm. um that will give different results and it will be more in line with what you need to get from social media i don't know what, if that what are some examples kind of answered of... the question no you have i i think uh, what i'm kind of curious as well is like what uh, Certainly, even myself, I sort of, what are the kind of main objectives of social media? You sort of mentioned about building relationships and engagement. What would what would good goals look like? Yeah, that's an interesting question. We're talking about organic social media, which is what I do the most. So, for instance, um, so obviously you want to attract those students and the competition is so fierce out there. And um, so how are they going to choose you based on what? So they need to get to know you. They need to like, you know, how you work. They need to trust you that they will actually get results and they're not, not just going to spend time with you, but not improving, right? 
So for instance, that's one of the goals. Okay. So it's the it's, it's creating brand awareness. So making helping the world or or wherever you are, not actually the world, it could be your own town, know about you. Um but in a meaningful way that really attracts students. And then there's another stage in which you want them to convince, but obviously that will be part um, of, again, a strategy. So <laughs> combined with um, email marketing or um, other marketing activities that you have. Uh, building relationship, yeah, because for instance, like just the other day I saw this school they have uh, they have a new Instagram page and they were already trying to sell courses like buy my course, buy my course. And it, it almost looks like a notice board and mm. social media is not for that, is it? Um, so you're not going to sell anything to a cold audience. So that's why building relationship with your followers and letting them get to know you is so important mm -hmm. but you also have to to analyze when you do the strategy what is that is important for them to know to make that decision to work with you right so um and then it, and then obviously one of the most important uh objective is to um get contacts right so email so get people to sign up for a demo lesson or, uh, in, you know, make an inquiry about a course. So then that will generate another process, um, get DMs and so on. Yeah. I think that was really useful context. And again, kind of showed the art of uh, making social media work for you. Mm -hmm. um, particularly, I think the things that I sort of took away from what you said there is how social media is about attracting the right people mm -hmm. and helping people through exposure to you through social media, move themselves towards maybe a buying decision or some kind of further engagement that they, mm -hmm. you've built trust through social media uh, posts. And, and yeah. so then you're kind of talking about consistency in a number of things. And it makes it even more obvious your kind of initial point, which is how ChatGPT is is a tool. It, it can't do that. It, it can't do that for you. It's not a panacea. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the stages then um, that you know you kind of consider, and then which stages you use ChatGPT. Yeah, right. So uh, once you have your, um, for example, your content pillars, your strategy, when you when you when you know where you need to go and what you need to do. Then you will start planning your your content, right? Um, so what you're gonna say, when, and so on, when, which uh, platforms. Um, that's also very important, you know, um, because you, depending on the platform, you will have a different way of um, expressing yourself in the copy as well. Um, at that point, when you're ready to start writing the post, the copy of the post, that's when uh, you can get help from. ChatGPT and one way is probably you write you have it and you want ChatGPT to make it more compelling and improve it or mm. maybe you have something that you want to repurpose for example and then again it can do it for you it could be that you have um a copy which is made by a hook the body and a call to action but you're not happy with one of the three bits okay so you say okay uh, or you want to adapt, you like it, the main idea, but you want to adapt it for a different type of course that you're offering, for example. So 
that's the stage that you will start uh, getting help from ChatGPT. But you need to, once it's the, and actually they also advise this in their blog, right? They've got a blog and they say, you know, never take what we give you as it is and paste it because um, it, it lacks, they recognize that it, it lacks context, which mm. is true. Um, and that it needs to have more of your personal touch or tone of voice, let's say. And yeah, I think that's that's the stage when you um you know you would start using it. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So um from what you've told me, it, it's particularly helpful for components, um, not necessarily relying on it uh, word for word and, and right from point zero of creating a strategy. You, you kind of need to be the driver uh, mm. still or or the artist, uh, so to say, the editor. Um, exactly. in this particular yeah experience. because yeah. exactly yeah you need you need that uh, you absolutely need that um I think mm -hmm. when you are working on your own and I would imagine and now maybe a director study that needs to to also the social media or maybe mm -hmm. the language school owner um or a teacher you know um they can um get help from uh, GPT um provided they can get into chat gpt when they need <laughs> um because it's not always possible however they've just launched they they have to launched a paid uh mm, yeah from when they are in at full capacity now you if you pay yeah, i think they're just going to keep on turning up the temperature uh <laughs> Absolutely, I, yeah. I feel like one of those little mice in the cage that they're just uh, turning up the temperature when i'm really wanting to use it just uh yeah, yeah. make it make me want it but to be fair I, I think to to the credit of these tools uh, if they are offering value fair play why not yeah absolutely sure. yeah yeah and also i mean we are talking about chat gpt but as i say you know canva has it in it's called magic right um, mm. And it works exactly the same way. Um, Amazing. Yeah. We're going to go into maybe some use cases of using ChatGPT. And then uh, particularly you've got some some prompts that have given you success. And, and I think, you know, we kind of discuss, you know, first of all, how to use it and when, and then, you know, how to write uh, a good prompt. Uh, the first one you sort of had as a context was to write a Facebook uh, post would you often use it straight from scratch or would you, um, yeah, like is there any context you need to give it or you go straight into new chat and then you go, boom, let's put in this prompt? Yeah. I mean, as I said, if you have something ready that you want you wanted to improve or maybe have a different version, that's one way. Or mm -hmm. if you have a writer's block, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you know, no inspiration that day, you can start from scratch. And, yeah. you know, and kind of warm up a bit and then say, yeah, I like this, I don't like that. And then ask it again to refine it. Uh, yeah. I think prompting it is the is the most important part. Mm. And also prompt engineers just to give yeah. you know, how important it is because the result of the, the quality of what you get is, you know, corresponds to the quality of your input. Yeah. Uh, so true. the more precise and detailed that you are you know the better um you've so, actually got yeah. an example for us here and gina since it's your prompt maybe it comes better from your words uh but do you want to read out the the post you know the prompt that you use for writing a facebook post for us yeah like the facebook post uh, i was testing it and i and i wrote 
one that was too generic, mm -hmm. like write a Facebook post for uh, um, a course for adults in the evening, I think it was. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and I asked it to do it in Italian and it did it and it was too long. It was mm -hmm. discriminatory because he was talking about native speakers. Mm -hmm. He didn't even know what course it was because I didn't put it. So it kind sure. of invented a lot of information. Yeah. So I thought, hang on a minute. Um, let me get more kind of specific. And then I, I, I thought about it, and what I got was, I put write a copy for a Facebook post of two hundred and fifty characters highlighting the benefits of learning English after your forties, aimed at workers in the tourist industry. Wow, very Be friendly, and start the copy with <laughs> <Yeah>. a question. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So in that, you're kind of telling what kind of post. You're saying how long you want it. You're mm -hmm. uh, really putting attention on what you want it to focus on. You're focusing on the market. And then you're also talking about the tone all mm -hmm. in that one prompt. Yeah. Uh, what I've seen people do, and maybe you do the same, June, is you kind of have like almost, uh, uh, I'm sure someone has already built this, but there'll be like a little snippet tool where people will have mm -hmm. all of their favorite kind of prompts that have been very successful for them. Did you have the same thing? Do you have like a bit of a scrapbook or uh, and then sort of repeat it? Or do you find that it sort of comes fairly organically anyway? No, I, I don't have anything. I just I've been, as I said, I've been using it and, and testing it, but I don't have nothing like, you know, like that yet. Actually, I was thinking of creating something, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, yeah. I think that's a great example. Um, so that's a good example. And you could use this for LinkedIn and a variety of other kind of um uh, yeah. posts i'm gonna go on to your second prompt um mm -hmm. and then we can kind of talk it through uh also in the interest of time so the second post was about coming and, and i <laughs> we were actually having this almost exact sort of experience in a way it was about creating a hook like in our case we were coming up with a title for today's yeah <laughs> uh, podcast uh but you kind of get you kind of what you said you get this writer's block and and, and this is where ChatGPT can be a really great you know, collaborator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the prompt that you've got here for us? Um, this is about writing hooks. This is about writing, yeah. Um, so this one, I put, write five compelling hooks of a maximum of 30 characters to promote a course for IELTS starting on 14th February run by experienced teachers. So I wanted to avoid the native speaker teacher thing. <laughs> and as, as, as I just prompted to see if, it, it wasn't very creative from that perspective, I have to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and the, the reason why I put five, because I I wanted to use the same post with different uh, hooks and see how it worked. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it, it, it was good to, you know. Yeah. To... And, and often it's more, and kind of what we found as well, there's a piece of it that's great. Exactly. And you kind of add it to whatever mm. you have. I, uh, just to kind of clarify, you know, why did we come up with the five proven uh, GPT prompts for social media? You know, that was kind of a, a hybrid of us coming up with something and mm. what ChatGPT kind of provided mm. for us. Yeah. And I feel like it's really good like that. Anytime you have that kind of dithering where you're kind of like twiddling your thumbs, like, I just can't figure this out. Mm. Using ChatGPT as an instant feedback tool, I think is a really helpful tool. Yeah, yeah. You still need your... You know your critical thinking skills. Yeah. Very active. You know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a great tool for brainstorming and ideation. Um, yeah. 
one of the great things about it is it is quite clever i do it a lot but you start with the five and then you go you know in this case it could be like uh i like three um do another five and then it will just do another five based on whichever one mm, that thought was, yeah. was good. And you just keep on going until maybe you hit something that you really like. Mm -hmm. exactly. And I found that to be a really helpful way of, because you can, chat GPT will never get tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just it won't get annoyed at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or, or complain about working extra hours or anything. Yeah. Like that. uh, that's, that's, a, that's where it can be really handy. Uh, so that's our second one was uh, creating hooks. And I actually, um, what, one question I have for you, Gina, do you find it's helpful to start off with the limitation first? Or do you just go, hey, write the hook. And then maybe after they've kind of created some, you kind of uh, then start adding some limitations like limiting word count or that kind of thing. Have you thought about that yet? Um, not for the hooks, but for the copy. Yeah, because like sometimes I, I find it's too long or too short. So yeah. okay. I try to guide it a little bit. But even the um, even the hooks, you know, you can you can you can say more about them, like the, yeah. the number of characters, or if you want yeah. a question, if you want to start with a dog or yeah. something that is thought provoking, you know, yeah. Okay. Excellent. I think that, as I said, the more details you give to it, the better results. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the third one um, is about topic areas. Um, is when you've thought of, and maybe you can kind of tell us this prompt and then tell us what the kind of context for it and what you'd be wanting to do this uh, in the social media context mm. so this is um okay so this this came out because of um a course i'm i'm running for uh, small business owners and they were working on their uh content pillars okay and they had the, and then they got blocked <laughs> and so I said, okay so uh so the the topic so he says generate five topic areas about if you're speaking in english for a content plan da, 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 da. uh so we 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 had the main pillar but then they wanted to have kind of subcategories let's say yeah, so sure. that, yeah that's how it, it came out uh yeah and i think you can you can put 10 you can put i mean five is a good oh, number yeah. I, I usually find hmm kind of what you've done here start with five see the one you like and then ask for another five yeah. rather than you can get quite easily overwhelmed by <laughs> how many yeah, at some point your brain starts <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah but i mean um five is a good number yeah uh, unless you are writing unless you're doing something different which is like in my case for example if i had to share a list of something of hooks or whatever then you probably put 10 but when you have, like, for a language school, I think they will never need that many. Yeah. You know, yeah. Agreed. For, for one series of posts. So, uh, yeah. And your fourth prompt, tell us about, this was uh, actually relating to Instagram. Yeah, this was about, uh, this, this is, okay, this is not an ideal uh, <laughs> prompt because you see it's quite a bit generic. The only thing that it has is catchy, uh, Insta okay, it says it's Instagram, so it already knows what type of platform we're talking about. It's a uh, post for about a summer course for children. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not bad. It's got a lot of information, but perhaps it can be refined even more. Yeah. Are you trying it now? I'm just trying Look, this for us. And, and I think it's often... even using emojis. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the catchy um... bit. That's the catchy bit. That's cool. 
yeah and again you're probably gonna it's more about finding the initial themes and then mm. refining it i think the real central theme i have around chat gpt is this is like learning any of the other tools like excel photoshop all of these tools actually mm -hmm. take quite a long time to master yeah. and the better the more you do them the better you get at them so i, I think it's something i would encourage anybody to do is just start playing around as soon as possible because you really do get much better um but yeah you might then just pick pick the one that you like and then and, and kind of ask for for more or uh, and when you're doing captions actually it kind of makes sense like captions nobody wants to spend time writing captions and in fact it's usually not the most important thing anyway so uh, i think a great example of like time well spent probably yeah. Um, we're going to go on to your last prompt and then maybe spend a bit of time just talking more uh, more generally about uh, what you've been working through. Uh, so let's do that now. I'm going to bring one up here. So tell us this. Yeah, after the social media manager, write an educational Instagram post about top three mistakes to avoid when creating content for our school social media. Indicate the possible solutions for each one. Yeah, I tested this one uh, and I was blown away. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let's try it. Yeah. So it's, it's quite specific. I mean, you took your time. Um, I especially liked uh, how you told it to act as a social media manager. Yeah. And yeah. that last sentence also, I guess, prompts it to be a bit more creative, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you act as is a very important part. There, of there you go. You see? It's, it has the mistake and the solution. <laughs> so, um... Um, but the I think using act as at the front of almost all of your um, prompts is quite important. I don't know if you need to do it more than once in the same chat, Herbert, do you think? I think once the chat is kind of... Is it, does it remember the chats before? I think uh, so. Yes, it does. It does, yeah. yes, it does. Yeah. So in that case, yeah, you, you just it's very important to put it at the start, like, hey, providing context, this is who you are in this particular chat. And I think you've also, you know, you've given it, you know, the, what's the context? It's got to be an Instagram post. Probably by knowing it's Instagram, it will probably have kind of a different tone compared to, say, exactly. a LinkedIn post. Exactly, mm. yeah. This yeah. Is even, even the emojis that it's kind of used kind of almost suggest that this is a... Uh, yeah, this is an Instagram. A more post. easygoing, yeah. more, how can we put it, informal yeah. space. Yeah, casual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I really liked, I, I, what I liked about this one was how it, um, also the layout of the post. Mm, the yeah. structure. I, mm. I didn't expect it to be like that. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to have a quick look at what it says now. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, the good, nice. the good points. Yeah, usually I usually find when I actually read it I'm like yeah no that's got to change but that's a good mm. thing right like the human still is very much involved but just it, it really for, for me it stops a lot of the kind of looking into a into the depths of space trying to figure out an idea mm. uh yeah makes a lot of sense um let's go back uh, before we finish today we've kind of gone through some use cases and how to write some effective prompts uh is there anything else uh, herbert as well you know particularly with your kind of experience in paid advertising and um anything else you would suggest uh from your own experience that could also transition into the social media space 
Absolutely. Uh, I mean, ChatGPT is is fantastic and has really laid the ground for other um, AI tools, yeah. uh, specifically for copywriting, uh, yeah. for newsletters, emails, captions, posts. Uh, there are some other tools that are quite good and are more configured uh, yeah. and use kind of proven copywriting formats. So um, check out copy.ai and jasper.ai. Mm. Um which are more sophisticated, at least when it comes to copywriting. Excellent. And I think probably they already have, first of all, the, I'm imagining the data that they're trained on is very marketing specific. Exactly. Mm. So even the fact, you might not even need to say, you know, act as a marketing person because it's no. like assuming. <laughs> you're already, because you're already that, yeah. that is going to be the case. Yeah. yeah. I think it's an important point though as well. Like ChatGPT is, it really popularized AI and really, put it to the moon, but it's not the only tool. Um, and, and in fact, if you're going to spend your dollars, you may, if you're going to only use it for marketing copy, you know, maybe spending that money on a marketing specific uh, product might be better than say uh, a more general one. Um, yeah. Why don't we finish on the, you know, it's all very well, the writing aspect. Uh, you've, you've kind of also, you know, part of social media is visual uh, the visual yeah. assets in fact yeah, possibly very, very, most important. very much it, yeah. <laughs> so what are you what's been your experience using ai so far for that image generation or is it curation you know tell me about your experience yeah well okay so that's as you said you know it, it's creative the, so the creative part photos and videos are essential okay <laughs> as you know uh for instance what, what i find with um when i work with language schools is that uh, sometimes they forget because obviously the ones that work the best it, are the real ones so not stock images or anything like that but sometimes they forget or they or you know they don't think about the angles the lights and you don't get you know the the right um material so I thought, I thought, well, I'm going to try and see if I can solve this using um, AI-generated uh, pictures and videos. Okay. So, I mean, for, for photos and, I mean, for pictures, I, I, I wasn't that pleased because especially when you ask it to integrate people, okay, faces, and they're a bit distorted. So, it's even unpleasant. So I think there's a good attempt, but they're not there yet. Or perhaps because all everything that I tried in terms of um, picture generate, generation was uh, for free. So maybe there are paid tools that get better pictures. But then, yeah. And then when you have things like a bit surreal, let's say, if you put like, um, I did uh, a picture of a cyberborg uh studying one also idea another one like um uh a robot uh support yeah. helping a child I and mean, exactly things like that it it's it's fine okay but um yeah i, I haven't really i've i i've seen some amazing um uh videos on chat gpt website of images yeah. I have produced but probably in the same way that you have to be super um, detailed and yeah. for the the written part, you have to have that also for the the, the images, yeah. For the images, mm -hmm. yeah. Then I tried with video, and this is where I was really blown away. Just like, oh, really? Okay, tell me about that. Yeah, well, um, I mean, 
because there's especially uh, a platform that I found out. Um, they create your avatar uh -huh. and they clone your voice. Yeah. Mm. So basically, once that uh, that is ready, you you know it transform your blog, whatever piece of text into a video, and it's, so you come up talking or presenting yeah. it uh, with your own voice. And I was like, oh, oh my god, okay, because obviously, you know, as we know in social media marketing nowadays, you know, video is what gets you the, the, um, the biggest visibility. But again, this is where people struggle the most to produce. For various reasons, maybe because they are camera yeah. shy or whatever, or maybe don't have uh, basic because you don't need like super professional video skills. But even that, okay. So for various reasons, it's you know you get less of that material, but you need it. So I thought mm -hmm. let's try that. So I mean, this is a platform called Cintisia or something. Yeah, like that. it's one of uh, the, yes, the most popular it. ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think you know the what you can get from it is amazing, and it has been created for especially with corporate in mind and for internal training, and also it's, it's you know it's a bit expensive, understandably. Um, so I don't know. I mean, maybe not uh, something that language schools could afford. Maybe now I don't know. It depends on the language school, of course, but who knows? But still, I was thinking. Generally speaking, for social media, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it no, because... Isn't it sort of like, just like stock, there's something that people sniff? I kind of feel like it's the same thing. Because you can tell that it's my... that is not me. Like... No, of course it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I do find like the uh, the mouth, you know, like just like you can see something, yeah. there's just something fishy about it. And, and then the that's background. all you focus on, right? Is like, why yeah. is the mouth not quite, <laughs> quite working? Uh, one thing I did hear, though, is that there's a huge difference between the automation and then automation plus editing. So those that can have the skills to to do the automation, which can take minutes, but then spend the time kind of, they're kind of like very specialist kind of like editing aspects. You can really improve how the mouth forms and those sorts of things. And then the mm -hmm. edited versions can look outstanding, but yeah, it kind okay. of creates that kind of extra sort of just like maybe just exactly like what we're talking about with uh chat you know like it's it's fine what comes out but it's not enough and then it's the it's that extra layer on top to really get it uh to a realistic level true true yeah oh, so i think that for <laughs> videos and photos um I, I think i would use stock videos if i didn't have anything rather than uh exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. the avatar with it is it rather it's called deep fake right so yes um, yeah. yeah so rather than the deep fake i think it's not there yet no yeah it's um i certainly found that the images uh i, I was I'll, I'll display it if you are watching this on our youtube channel uh, on the LearnCube channel um You'll sort of see some of the images that I've created um, using ChatGPT or, or various others, um, mm -hmm. and, and I found that the sort of pixel versions were actually like pretty good, but like the art and sometimes the really artistic kind of versions were yeah. quite good, yeah. but mm -hmm. the middle stuff was yeah. yeah, it's just pretty, and it's not. It, remember, this is free and it's automated, so I can't be too harsh, but the initial experience is pretty poor. One thing I would say though is it's only going to get better. So yeah, that's the thing. Regardless I mean, that's of when you're listening to this, yeah, I, I think that for 
a very basic version yeah. that is in development. It's if you look at it from that perspective, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, we have to wait until the the real thing comes out, and it's not going to be for free for sure. Yeah. No, uh, definitely not. No. Yeah. Um, but I, either way, I, one one thing I did think was useful about it was that you could probably test kind of um, you know how you want something to look using it. So you could be like, oh, I don't, I kind of know I need to create like an image like this, and then you kind of get the automation to do the the kind of uh, the yeah. the initial go, and then maybe you find that as a, either a stock fit or you actually get your school to do that particular layout of the image or i'm not too mm -hmm. sure i'm just wondering if there are you can use it as almost a brainstorming tool of what you might like but no. it, it's quite hard to get what you want exactly without having the exact yeah um, i was thinking i mean could, uh, i was thinking that it could be nice to use it when you want to create a i don't know what you would call it in a hyper realistic or surreal whatever kind of uh, image that someone that looks at it you know, on the feet, go yeah. oh, and stops. Okay, and it would yeah. be nice to have like a mixture of the real thing. If you could, yeah, someone from a photo and paste it there, <laughs> kind of. But I haven't found that yet, so I don't no. know. Um, but uh, apart from that, yeah, um, no, I'm I'm gonna agree with you, Chino. I'm sort of, <laughs> I'll wait, I'll wait a little bit longer for that technology to, for me to rely on that. I think we're still, still stuck in, in a good way with authentic images and authentic yes, videos yes yes <laughs> i think the, <laughs> the the key learning from that i i hope any language schools listening here is yes please still focus on authentic photo and video <laughs> exactly that's yeah because that's the, you know if you want to bring that student closer to you and to really yeah. you know like Trust, you know, yeah. to get mm -hmm. to know you and all that you know they have to they have to see the real you the real mm -hmm. school you know, a video with a deep fade with no background. <laughs> Actually, I think it would be it, it would cause the opposite effect. Like, mm, yeah, exactly. Is that like when I, you know, when you see photos of hotels on TripAdvisor, that there is the there is a glass with some water and a flower. When I see that, um, they're not showing me the room. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. So I wouldn't trust it too much. So I, I think you have to invest in real in real video and and it's so easy i mean with a few basic uh, yeah. uh skills you can get good material yeah. well gina this seems like a good place to finish on somebody authentic and very good at helping people with their social media content <laughs> you actually have a blog that you're going to be releasing on your website what's your website again yeah it is uh gr that's my initial gr um, schoolmarketing.com Fantastic. GRSchoolMarketing.com. Amazing. So definitely go and check that out. And I think you'll find a lot of other really helpful resources from Gina. But definitely, Gina, from us, thank you so much. Um, you. Herbert, where can people find you? They can find us at our website, LearnMedia.com. And likewise here, you can find more about LearnCube's virtual classroom online school at LearnCubeCube.com. Uh, but until we see you next time, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and we'll see you here next time. Thanks again. Catch you later.